In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Bryce and Rent and Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. Today we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 2 of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, titled Bathrooms and Project Partners. My name is Bryce the Trigger Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast, uh, and with me, as always, is one Renan Fontes. Ren, how's it going? Uh, the Trigger, it's me, Ren the Ren, and it's going great. <laughs> I feel like episode two already feels more natural. We got all our uh, first day funk out in episode one. We did. And so upon my first watch of this, I was like, this isn't as fun as the first episode. And then my second, my like rewatch was fantastic. Oh, I was laughing all throughout. And Mm -hmm. I went in with low expectations. Yeah. This episode was directed by none other than Paul Hohen. And I don't know if you caught it, but he's the director of Read It and Weep. Oh, that's a great connection, Ren. I missed that. Uh, it's why I said I had to do a little bit of research before our episode anyways. <laughs> do you feel like, because uh, you you and I are pretty much experts on the topic of Read It and Weep. Do you feel Basically. like do you feel like a lot of the uh, natural comedy that we saw come to life on our screens in that Disney Channel original movie uh, translated into this episode? Uh, I won't, like... <laughs> It's interesting, okay? I'm actually not going to criticize Read and Weep here. Okay. He does oh. three episodes of Ned, and then he gets hired for Read and Weep. Mm-hmm. And I think these episode, this episode at least is a pretty good, it's a good, you know, episode to put on your resume. I understand yeah, I why so. he was hired. He gets that middle school feel right. Mm-hmm. But uh, Read and Weep, it's a bad movie. I don't think there was anything he could have done. <laughs> But I, I can like kind of see the connection because Ned also has that fourth wall element to it that Regent Weep has. So does this is this telling us that the directing of that movie wasn't the problem? I think it is. The directing of Read It and Weep was not the problem with Read It and Weep. Okay, it was not the problem with Read It and Weep. It was okay. not the problem. Yes. Paul uh, Holmes gets a pass, a Bryson Wen right. pass. Yes. Uh, so for, yeah, for anyone wanting more context, uh, go check out our Jason Dolly episode of, uh, Brace and Ren and Corey in the house for our full thoughts on Rita and Weep. Uh, but Ren, we are, uh, past, uh, the, those days and we are now on to Ned's Declassified. That's right. Um, so before we jump into this, this new episode, uh, we like to, we're going to start each of these episodes by taking a little look back uh, into one week into the past to uh, kind of just look over some thoughts that people had on the previous episode, right? Um, and so this is from folks who have gone ahead and watched the episode and then uh, submitted through the feedback form available and shared on all of our socials uh, regarding the episode. Uh, Ren, I have a few interesting things to share. Okay. All right. Yeah. Share them with me. I won't ask anything. Just go. Okay. Um, so the, the questions that we asked, we only asked what, four, five questions. 
Um, and so the first one is who was the best character this week? Uh, based on last week's episode, Ren, who do you think people felt was the best character? Of last week's episode? Yes. I'm going to say most people voted for Cookie. Interesting. So I also I also would have gone for Cookie. We had um, multiple votes for Moe's. It was Moe's across the board. Wow, Moe's day. Yeah. Uh, this kind of surprises me. I mean, she she is coming off to me more and more as the uh, the straight man of the group. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I don't know. I felt like last week there were a lot of good antics between Ned and Cookie and Moe's was you know, kind of just brought that, that straight what, man energy. What doesn't surprise me about that, mm-hmm. Moe's is the straight man of the group, yeah. but she also had an arc in the last episode, which Ned and Co- uh, like a more de- yeah. defined developed arc. She, I feel like right now she is the plot line character. Mm-hmm. We are, we're like, it's not like plot line in the sense that it's an overarching narrative, but she gets more substantial story. Yeah. Like it's funny, it's jokey, but because her character is not as inherently jokey, as Ned or Cookie, I feel like she comes off a bit more three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. So I get why people would pick no- Moe's, actually. Yeah. Uh, we had, for the uh, the worst character of last week, uh, any guesses? I'm going to guess Timmy Toot Toot. Oh, yeah. I pray to God it's Timmy Toot Toot. Yeah, it was Timmy Toot Toot. Yeah, he, uh, he was used in a much better way in this week's episode. It, w- it made more sense in this week's episode. Mm-hmm. It was... So this, I think, is an example of, like, appropriate fart joke because it, it's contextualized in the episode. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is a good use of Timmy Toot Toot. Um, and then on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, our uh, viewers rated the episode of last week. Uh, they gave it, a, uh, on average, a 6.5. An average of 6.5? Yeah, it feels low. So remember, I went with a, a 7.5 last week. and you, an 8. Yeah, you went at an 8. They were lower oh, we on were the episode. Kind. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, we did just get through 34 episodes of Corey in the house. Yes. Yeah, they have not. They're, they've been watching regular TV as we've been doing that. <laughs> um, and then uh, the, uh, the, we asked for people to submit any unanswered questions or comments regarding uh, this week's episode. Uh, there was a, a thought on Cookie always being a cyborg um, and perhaps it being a Berenstain's bear effect. I thought this one was good. Uh, with Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl coming out, uh, do we think there's going to be a Ned rep? Uh, do they have any live-action reps yet? None yet. But it doesn't mean that Ned's Declassified will be the first to break that that barrier. I think the best picks for a Ned's Declassified rep would either be <laughs> Cookie, Gordy, or The Weasel. Yeah, yeah, my mind... It when... fits the cartoony aesthetic. Gordy and Cookie are basically cartoon characters. Yeah, my mind went straight to Gordy. All the unique movesets. Mm-hmm. Gordy mops the floor. <laughs> Come on. Like, he, it feels built for him, right? Do you think that Nickelodeon's All-Star is going to be the smash killer? Uh, so, I, I don't at <laughs> all. I don't at all in the same way that the new uh, Steam device is not going to be the Switch killer. I actually pre-ordered one. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, you, you and I should definitely have have a deeper conversation about it. I'm very amped for it existing, uh, in in that alone. So, um, okay. And then any feedback for you and I? So this is like unrelated to the episode itself, but just any feedback for us. Uh, I love this, and you and I just have to make a mental note. That's why I'm saying it here. Okay. Uh, when you eventually meet the VP of the school, so the vice president, uh, the vice principal, who I think sh- shows up 
uh, second season, uh-huh. maybe even third season, uh, they wrote, you must have a vice presidential approval rating. <laughs> and brilliant, we have to do it, Ren. Absolutely. Any reason, any excuse to bring in the approval ratings back in? Yes. They are a great source of humor. So, all right. Um, so that's that. And now uh, that, that was our final look at first day in lockers. And now you and I are ready to dive in to bathrooms and project partners. You feeling ready? I'm feeling ready. Okay. Uh, so this episode, as I believe most episodes will open with uh, Ned talking to the camera, kind of introducing the topic to us, right? Uh, and pee or not to pee? To pee or not to pee, that is the question. Uh, he gives us kind of some different reasons to avoid using the bathroom at school. Essentially, you never know what's going to be on the other side of that door. Um, it could be uh, t- Timmy Toot Toot, who- who's going to fart up the place. Uh, the occasional haunting was the one that stuck out to me here, Ren. So all of these stuck out to me because I don't think I've ever had, like, I've had weird bathroom experiences in Mm -hmm. school, but not bad bathroom experiences. Like, I've never Mm -hmm. been haunted. I never got confronted by a bully. And no one ever farted so smelly that I had to leave. But, you know, Mm -hmm. I've been in other experiences. Uh, One time I walked into the bathroom in second grade and a kid using the urinal dropped his pants all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. Moments like that that scar you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, are you are you surprised that Ned's didn't address that here? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not surprised <laughs> that they didn't address that. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so is this is James K. Polk Middle School haunted? Is that something that we're going to see little hints of or was this a one-off? I want to see ghosts. I want to like mm-hmm. see Ned's declassified develop ghosts as a school culture. Yeah. It's, did you, oh, so actually, you know mm-hmm. what? There was a haunted bathroom in my high school. Oh, see? In Tewksbury, uh, apparently a cheerleader killed herself in the, in the third floor bathrooms uh-huh. where all the science labs are. And they closed them off in mm-hmm. like the 80s from onwards. My, old, my high school has now been torn down, so it doesn't exist anymore. Yes. But I remember no one ever went into that bathroom. Yeah. Did, and it, did everyone refer to it as like, oh, that's the haunted bathroom? It was treated like a, yeah. like, you know, was like scared of it mm-hmm. in the d- don't go there, but yeah. you know, it considered off limits. Mm-hmm. It, you so, know, it's interesting. It's small town, like small town stuff like that are fun. It, it, yeah, it carries on. So maybe the occasional haunting, maybe that's what they're going for here. Um, I just think, cause did you ever watch Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? I started it, but I didn't finish it. Okay, there's a, a great through line of that show. Like, starts in season one and ends in the last season where it's always hinted at uh, the apartment that they live in is not actually a building, but a, a boat. Uh, and it's just, like, subtly mentioned over and over uh, and never really addressed. And I hope that that's kind of what happens here is that we get a lot of hints of James K. Polk Middle School is potentially haunted, but it's never fully addressed. Bills so, on a burial ground. Yeah. Um, Okay, so Ned is going to get bullied by Loomer. We get his name in this episode. Uh, this is the bully that we alluded to in the last episode. Billy uh, Loomer. His, yes. his name is a reference to Billy Loomis from Scream. From Scream? What is that? Scream? Scream. Okay. The, the face. The film. Well, I know, but I, the face is like the iconic thing. Yeah, scream, Scream-A-Man, as they call him. <laughs> I've never seen them. Oh, they're good. They're good movies. Yeah. Uh, so I guess when Ned was five years old, 
uh, he uh, went into the girls' bathroom, and he's still being bullied to this day about it. That, to me, is very believable. I feel like that would follow him, especially with a bully as relentless as Billy. Yeah. Would, uh, my question here is, would the Minutemen uh, have, should they uh, have stepped in to save Ned? (laughs) (laughs) The third, I'll go back to Dolly Day. It is their ethical responsibility to help all (laughs) children in middle school and high school get through their (laughs) problems of adolescence. They, They clearly did not follow through here. Poor Ned. Well, maybe this takes place after the Minutemen disbanded. Yeah. So uh, maybe essentially Ned went into the girls' bathroom when he was five, and that happened not during the single week that the Minutemen happened. (laughs) Um, Okay. And then we learn that Ned and Cookie never used the bathroom at school. So you and I were just kind of discussing this. This was the same, same thing with me, Ren. I never actively avoided using the bathroom at school. Yeah. Like it's implied many people do in this episode. Um, they go before school, then they hold it till they get back. Uh, Moe's... Uh, we not learned... afraid to make toilet. <laughs> She's not afraid to make toilet. Well, why should she be when she goes in pairs? Right? <laughs> what even... Doing all right, right? Oh God! You what? What? It, it's an expression. Is it? Are you yes. Gonna, if you and I go to a restaurant and you're like, hold on, like before we leave, I gotta go go make toilet. Like I'm gonna know what you mean, but I'm gonna be shocked about it. It is a saying. Oh, this can be one of our questions for the poll to, for the newsletter. For the news. Okay, the newsletter. Do you go to the newsletter or for the the feedback form? The form, the feedback okay. form. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, do, when, do you say, gotta go make toilet? Is that the question? Wait, you've never had to make? <laughs> you gotta make toilet, make potty. Okay, oh my gosh. So I want you to write down, because I don't understand um, exactly what you want me to put on the form, and I'll put it on the form to ask people. <laughs> uh, so long as it's potentially not invasive, uh, I will, <laughs> I'll put it on there. Oh, just, just make, like, the question, like, what do you think, uh, the phrase, colon, make toilet, question mark, and then yes and no. Okay, I'll do that. That seems, seems fine. Uh, okay, Mose goes into the girls' restroom, uh, so she goes in pairs, that's how she survives, but the huge crew is in there. This is a, a, a female group of bullies. They are a trio. Yes, referred to as the huge crew, which I don't like the name just saying <laughs> um and so Mose walks out uh we kind of cut to a scene at lunch and she wants tips and uh for well, well, whole, well she walks out because the huge crew intimidator yeah they're, they're her bullies yes uh so she goes out she's talking with ned and cookie uh she's like i need tips and ned's like uh when you want to blast the past and cookie says ride the river of shiver uh, uh. I thought it was interesting that Moe's needs tips after disregarding the guide last week. <laughs> she uh, she walks a fine line with her tip morality. When she needs it, she needs it. When she doesn't, she's good. You know, maybe that's the right approach to any uh, holy scripture. Okay. You know, answers when you need it. Yes. Uh, this is... 
uh, I don't know how deep I want to go in <laughs> in this comparison, Ren, but I think that you have you have definitely brought up something interesting in my mind about well, just right. we we both have a religious background. You went okay. to Catholic school. I went to church every Sunday for like 16 years. I was a deacon at one point. Wow. Junior deacon was a real title I had in my life at one point, Ren. I'm a reverend. Wow. So you're, yeah, we're pretty much able to talk about the religious context of the book of tips. I, I think we, we have a find enough like precedent in our lives. We've, we've lived it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to learn from Moe's that it's not about uh, going to the bathroom necessarily, but also it's about what's in the bathroom, uh, namely the hottie list. Was there a hottie list in your school bathroom? I don't know. I'm sure there was. People always talked about like what was written on the walls in the mm-hmm. bathroom. It was always a topic of conversation. Um, yeah, so Ned wants to know what it says about him. Uh, the hottie list is... Uh, it's like a you write down someone's name, right? And then feedback. Yes, which is great, I think. Yeah, you know, it's it's good to have that for people to evaluate you mm-hmm. in a private manner. In a, yeah, in a way that uh, you'll never have, like you'll never see it. Technically, and this way you can get criticized without feeling it. Mm-hmm. That's really nice. So um, Ned makes an exchange with Mose. Ned wants his name on the hottie list in exchange for tips right so yeah the hottie list is only for popular guys do you think this is a fair trade i mean moses kind of i don't know how to say this you know nicely but muddying the talent pool you know she's lowering the batting average yeah i get i get what you're saying yeah i I think it's a fine trade because it's all done anonymously. So no one's okay. going to know that Mose is the one that wrote Ned's name. You know what? That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. And in fact, Ned's clever enough to even give her two markers. So she'll write his name and then even, you know, get things going by using a different marker to write the word hottie next to his name. <laughs> hottie? Hottie. Okay. Uh, you, we get some tips here. We're going to, we'll go ahead and, put them on the the scale what okay. uh, after this segment right yeah so we'll we'll talk about them after this segment uh just remind me when we're talking about the nurse's bathroom about the visual that's provided uh, okay there okay so okay as we get through these tips ned gives them to mose and now ned uh has mose go into the stall put the names down mose does it uh, good handwriting from mose Looks like two different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very clever. She leaves on her way out. She runs into Susie Crabgrass. They like say each other's names and walk away. Uh, Cookie forgot to go this morning. This what is a, a new day. He lives his life by the guide. Doesn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, his morning routine suddenly broke. Mm-hmm. What's the, I don't believe that for a second. Cookie did this intentionally. He was playing with fire. He did this intentionally? Yeah. He was like, he was like, I'm not gonna go, and we're gonna see what happens. I I think it was less. I'm not gonna go, and I'm gonna see what mm-hmm. happens. I'm not gonna go, and I'm not gonna have to pee. Okay, because he's part cyborg, so there's probably, yeah. you know, he do, he doesn't feel the way that we feel. He only yes. feels that he needs to pee when it's about time to pee. Yeah, when it's almost time. Sure. Uh, well, so he forgot to go, Ned. Uh, so we get a rundown here. Mose went and collected the data from Ned's name on the hottie list. 
Uh, Hottie, short, way short, uses the girls' room and asks me in five years when he's taller. Eviscerated? <laughs> uh, yikes. But it's okay, Bryce, because someone kissed the bathroom <laughs> wall. Three times. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. With lipstick, and it shows up in the stall. <sighs> I thought that uh, this... So, I, I have a question here. Yeah. I couldn't piece together what was happening, and I'm curious if you could. So we get this info, uh-huh. and Ned's like, wow... I can't believe someone would do that. And then, uh, this is so great. This is amazing. Gordy approaches. He's wearing a golf cap. Yes. And there's a golf cart behind him in the school. Yes. And he chimes in. He says, that's a sign of true love, my friend. That's all we get. What What was he doing? He was golfing, clearly. <laughs> he had just come back from the, the green. It's called it the green. People call it the on green. break. Mm-hmm. he's part of like he went to law school three times yeah he, he's probably part of some country club some country mm-hmm. is he's he's probably more sophisticated than he lets on this gordy yeah i just thought it was so funny like why is he wearing this golf cap why was he obviously just golfing i agree with you ren but <laughs> why why gordy's an everyman mm-hmm. <laughs> he represents all of us mm-hmm all walks of life. Um, so Ned's obsessed with this lipstick. He wants to get to the bottom of it. He's like, how am I going to figure it out? And Moe's, this is sarcastic, the delivery, obviously sarcastic. She says, well, what you got to do is you got to get a swab of the lipstick and then compare it to every girl who wears lipstick. Bye. And then she leaves. And then they, I think hilariously, they take the advice. And we get a lipstick montage. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to freak some people out, in my opinion. I was thinking Ned has amazing eyesight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, would... he, he's always far away while he's watching those lips. Yeah. If, Ren, imagine if I, like, I don't know. Like, Ned goes to what we can believe to be almost every girl in the school has some kind of interaction with them. And then in the middle of the conversation, stares at their lips, looks like over their shoulder and then nods or like one way or another. I'm glad you pointed that out because now I have another grade to update for Ned tonight. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't think it's Ned's uh, best here. It's gonna, I think some people are gonna be weirded out by this. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susie matched. Susie Crabgrass, her lipstick matched. And it's most... a match. He screamed at the mm-hmm. girl. And then ran. And Moses is like, oh, that kind of matches, like, that that adds up. She went into the stall right after me. Why would Susie kiss it three times, though? She really likes Ned. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a hockey dude. Yeah. All right. Um, Cookie, who still hasn't peed, right? Uh, They're sitting at lunch having this conversation, talking about how Moses and uh, how Susie's a match. Uh, Cookie doesn't really talk, and then all of a sudden cries, and he's like, a bit may have just leaked out. Christ. <laughs> have you ever had to pee so bad in school you pissed yourself just a little bit? <laughs> no. Just, and they scream it, but I kind of wanted to scream it with them. Just go use the restroom, <laughs> Cookie. It's right there. 
I go. kept expecting him to go into the bathroom and get attacked by a bully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that seems like the obvious next step here. And But as you said earlier, he lives and dies by the tips. <laughs> right? So he's going to go to the nurses, try out the nurse. Uh, she says... I didn't catch the kid's name, but some kid has the runs. Danny Craven. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something about, like, we were talking about last week, like, fart humor just doesn't do it for you. Like, yeah. s- this line gets me. Like, the I don't runs. know, something, just using the term the runs, like, something about it just feels so grotesque and disgusting. I, mean, I guess it's a visceral description. It's, it's a TMI. <laughs> that the nurse shares that also I'm sure goes against some, some kind of privacy issues too, now that I'm thinking about it. School nurse student confidentiality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he, so going to the nurse, using the nurse's restroom, that's not going to be an option. So he goes back to class. He's like, oh, well, guess I'm not going to go pee in the regular restroom. Uh, and he does this. Uh, Sweeney, the uh, speed teacher from last week. Speed demon. <laughs> speed demon. He's the science teacher. He's teaching science here. He asks his class. Uh, so first he pours some liquid into a jar, just like science teachers regularly do. Well, I, I like the transition shot into this scene because we have that close-up of the bubbler and Cookie just fidgeting in his seat in the background while the water mm-hmm. bubbled. Yes. Cookie has great, to look uh, at liquid. Great mockery of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Sweeney's asking the class what the uh, what the element of P is. Peluminium. P. That's that's not even real. Plutonium. <laughs> <laughs> Concentrate on P. Mm-hmm. He tells them think nothing about P. Only Cookie think about breaking pee. into a cold sweat. <laughs> And so Cookie bolts, gives the answer, um, and then bolts out of the room to the nearest restroom, sits down, everything is great, uh, and then he sees the hottie list. Cookie's complete and utter terror. Mm-hmm. It, hilarious. Yes. What a great little reveal for him. Mm-hmm. Everything and, you is know, great. It, it's Hitchcockian, because we see him enter the girls' room, mm-hmm. and then we see his, we wait for his revelation for like a second. Yeah. And you see that fear spill over his face. And he's he's trapped, Ren. Nowhere to go. Love it. Uh, it's it's such it's so much better than him just walking into the bathroom and getting beat up by bullies. Yes. Yes. It's what it's what a lesser show would do. Mm-hmm. But instead, no, they they said again, they previously set it up with everything with Ned's backstory here. Uh and so the fact that Cookie's now doing it. Except now that he's not five, now you know he's in middle school. So this is really, really going to devastate him. It'll follow if it gets him out. forever. Yeah. Um. Well, timing kind of works out here, doesn't it? It does, because we're mm-hmm. getting to the end of our eleven minutes. Yeah. Uh, so we got to wrap this thing up, and so Ned wants Mose to write next to Ned's name uh, on the hottie list to meet Ned after school. Moses is like, you're going to get hurt. Like, I don't know how, but you're going to get hurt. Uh, and this is clever, right? I, I really liked this, that Moses really is like, you're going to get hurt, Ned. And he's like, it's going to be fine. Like, Susie obviously wrote it. It's fine. And she's like, something's not right about this. 
I think it's so interesting watching Ned's Declassified as an adult after watching it as a kid. Because as a kid, you kind of like, you want to put yourself into Ned's shoes. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, you kind of look at what Ned's doing and you're like, oh, poor dumb kid. Yeah, it's, that is, that's a great point. Like, I remember my previous viewing of the show or like perspective of it. And I, I said earlier, I see Moe's as more, as like more of the straight man, like more of yeah. the down to earth person of the three i definitely used to see it as ned yeah i definitely used to think that ned was our our sense of sanity here me too but he's clearly not (laughs) he's you know some things are a little bit off for ned uh okay and so this works out mose goes in well first she's a little bit hesitant she's like i can't go in alone what if the huge crew is there ned pushes her in i love ned's smile to the camera uh, so she goes in, she's going to write on the hottie list, but she can't because someone's in that stall. Someone who sounds a lot like Cookie. What a unique voice. <laughs> yeah, so Mose figures it out. Uh, she goes in there. She's like, okay, I gotta, you know, we gotta figure out a way to get you out of here. So you don't I love arrested. that this little segment just turns into the great escape at the end. Mm-hmm. It's Cookie out of the girls' room by any means necessary. Yeah. And like you said, the clock was ticking here. The 11 minutes is almost up. They got to finish this episode. They got to get Cookie out. Mm-hmm. So they, they quickly cut to Mose and Ned uh, and Gordy in the janitor's like office coming up with their plan here. They all have nicknames. Uh, Mose is the clogger. Is... Going to clog some toilets up. Mm-hmm. So... Did all of this plan seem too much? What do you mean? So earlier in the episode, when uh, Ned needed to get a sample of the lip, of the lipstick, Gordy simply put an out-of-order sign in front of the bathroom and went in and got the, uh, you know, got, got the lipstick from the stall and then left. Well, I think the eruption that they cause in the bathroom Mm -hmm. is more to distract from the fact that Gordy is clearly (laughs) pulling out a boy in a trash bag. Because look at it like this. If Gordy puts the out of order sign on the girls' room, you're just like, let's let's imagine we're in middle school. You and I are hanging out in the hallway. (laughs) The janitor walking to the girls' room. He comes walking out, dragging a trash bag. The bag is moving. You can kind of see like arms and legs touching, kind of trying to get out of the bag. It's clearly clearly a human boy. What we're that's all we take away from that, and we clearly tell some. We obviously go tell someone. The janitor found a boy in the bathroom and took him away. But if there's an eruption, the bagged a child is that's what happens here. If there is an eruption, mm-hmm. we focus on the eruption. We don't really care about the janitor bagging the boy away because he yeah. could be bagging anything. You know, we yes. we don't know what he found in there. Maybe it's an animal. Mm-hmm. And the eruption is what's on our mind. That's what's okay. Important. It's it's the distraction that's key here. So Mose plays a vital role then in the plan as the clogger. She's she a linchpin. She clogs a bunch of toilets. They explode. Uh, Ned is the trigger, so he's going to step in a puddle and then tell the nearest teacher, in this case it's Mr. Monroe, our life science teacher from last week, um, Gordy is the Gordy. <laughs> You're going to go bag that boy. <laughs> he comes in, he shouts, he's shouting, right? And he <laughs> can't be heard. 
It's like it's, a tornado. It's inaudible. The At this toilet point, eruption is like pounding the door. You can see wind slamming out. Yeah, there's like gross toilet water drenched toilet paper. Dirty uh, water? All over the place. The hallway is destroyed. Uh, in his outfit, so he's wearing like a hazmat suit and he has an upside down air tank that is not connected to anything. <laughs> yeah, so he goes in. And then he comes out uh, with Cookie and a blue tarp. Uh, so we don't see Cookie, but it's obviously... A boy in a bag. <laughs> and he just shouts, it's okay, I took care of it. The night guy will clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you think Gordy is disliked by his janitorial peers? Yes. I, th- I think the night shift hate him. <laughs> Yeah, and I I think this is going to be a recurring line, Ren. Uh, I think reference to the night guy is going to come up a lot here in Nesdy Classified School Survival Guide. Bordy. Mm-hmm. So he's, um, like, I think Gordy's hysterical, Ren. He is hilarious. <laughs> he is. It's no wonder Nickelodeon cast him in everything mm-hmm. in the 2000s. He just the North is great. The energy he brings, again, the fact that he showed up on a uh, a golf cart in the middle of a school, and our biggest question in the scene like wasn't that. <laughs> like he just he brings the energy. He's uh, so charismatic. I really, really love the actor, and I really, really love the character of Gordy. He's fantastic. Um, and yeah, so we get that, and then. Uh, Cookie made it out of there. He's good. Ned, on the other hand, less Has good. To find love. Yeah, he walks up to Susie. Uh, kind of stumbles over his words a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you pr- pretty lipstick, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he goes full on Smeagol. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> the tips. Yeah, the lipstick. I need the lipstick, my precious. Uh, <laughs> Is Smeagol the good one or the bad one? He's the bad one, right? Yeah, Golem is uh, the evolution. No, it's the other way around. Of Graveler, in other Pokemon. way around. Who's uh, <laughs> it's Golem and Smeagol, right? Smeagol? Is it Smeagol or Smeagol? Smeagol. Smeagol. <laughs> it sounds better, Smeagol. It sounds better to you. Smeagol. It's Smeagol. Yeah, Golem versus Smeagol. Smeagol. I like Schmeagle better. Do you think I could uh, rate to, who is that? Uh, J.R. Twinkin? I think his son's name is Christopher. Okay. Is it Twinkin? Broyce? Broyce and Roy? All right. I'm clearly not a Lord of the the Rings (laughs) mega dude. Um, But what I am a mega dude about is Ned Classified. And so sure enough, he stumbles over his words. Susie's freaked out. Uh, she says, oh, my lipstick? Yeah, I borrowed that from the huge crew. Yeah, they see Ned. They chase after him. Moe's looks at Cookie. Told him he was going to get hurt. And scene. Classic. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It's good. Fun episode. Fun segment. So now... <clears throat> Um, let's look at these tips. Okay. Okay. So these are all tips related to 
school bathrooms. Tip 129.B, uh, use other bathrooms. <laughs> what? Wait, use what? other bathrooms. Use other bathrooms. So I go by, sometimes he, he says, like he explains the tips. Mm-hmm. But what the tip that is shown on the screen is what I take down. For So I took my tips tonight from the Ned's Declassified Wiki, and they list 129B as hold it in till you get home. Oh, nope. I have I have use other bathrooms. Interesting. That one. I, I wrote it straight from, okay, from good. the episode. That's good to know then. Uh, is, what is tip? Do you have a tip 093.6? Yes, it's go when everyone else is gone. Okay, yep, I have, I have that one. That matches. Okay. So, because uh, he does, he talks about holding it till you get home, but that's not a tip. Like Maybe he, that's what he says when he introduces it. But yeah, the... he, he offers advice um, okay. throughout the show, and he especially does it in the, the second segment. Tonight, we only get one tip, uh, like one formal oh, tip. This is good. We can use this to evaluate the Ned's Declassified Wiki. Mm-hmm. Cool, Let them know. The yeah, so... Uh, 129 point B, I have used other bathrooms, which okay. is in, in reference to like find alternatives, I guess. I feel like if you're a middle schooler, you're not going to actually find a lot of alternative bathrooms. No. Yeah. I like, didn't you can use the gym, but you're going to have to be in gym. Mm-hmm. You can use the nurse's office, but you're going to have to find an excuse to go to the nurse. Yeah. No, I, I, I think probably not a great one. Um, not really relatable. I feel like this is I feel someone, someone misremembered what it was like to be in middle school. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is like a C tier tip. Yeah, I put it down to C tier. Okay. Like if you have the option to use other bathrooms, do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you're in middle school, you're not going to no. have that privilege. No. Uh, okay. And so for our next uh, tip that we get, this is go when everyone else is gone. You can't really control. You yeah. You make people leave. No, like, hey, go. Hey, can you get out for a second? I need to pee. Hey, can you please go? Yeah. Hey, someone just left. No, don't come in here. Please go. Yeah, I think so. In the episode, I think the context Ned gives is like, be the last one out of the locker room. Yeah, it's basically the gym thing again. Yeah. So like, be the last one out, uh, and then you can go. Then you have the whole restroom to yourself. I feel like this is like it's nice if you can pull it off, but it requires so much patience. It does. You might not have. It, it's yeah. Practical. Or like, could you imagine like hanging out with your friends and then they're like, "Okay, you ready? You ready to go?" It's like, um, you go on. I'll catch up. It's like we're all yeah, going to the same place together. Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know. I think it's also probably not a great tip run. I put this down in D. Yeah, I'm not impressed by really the too much of these these uh, bathroom tips. This next one I thought was inventive, creative, uh, which is tip number 111A, use super clean private nurse's bathroom. I think this is a good tip. Yeah, and this is a, a two-part tip. So tip 111B is, uh, and we, we pair them together, we decided last week, is tell the nurse you have a stomach ache. Another good, useful tip. You can also yeah. use this one to get out of school, kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, stay in school, please. I'm not... You know, if you feel like skipping, it's one day, right? Mm. Well, we're the angel and devil on the children's shoulders. <laughs> I think this is a good tip here. I also, I agree. This is a great tip. Yeah, I think you is a great point. Uh, inventive, creative. 
Uh, and he's not wrong. All schools. Mm-hmm. Yep, every single school is going to have this, and it literally is always going to be super clean, private nurse's bathroom. Yeah. I'm saying uh, any pretty good yeah, tip. Yeah, I, I think it's a, a very good one. Uh, what I wanted to mention about this, so as we get these sequences, we're usually shown, like, little visuals uh, of Ned, like, throughout school or yeah. demonstrating his tips or whatever. Uh, it, this, he walks into the nurse's office. She is has, a, like, her whole hand in a glove and then deep into a jar of petroleum jelly. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this shows visual humor. Like, nothing needs to be said. The joke it just works. Yeah. Uh, okay, the tip 115.h, which I thought, I didn't know that we could do point letters, but here we are. Tip 115.h, use hallway bathrooms during class. The Ned wiki did not, uh, not j- jot this one down. Oh, they're missing this one. Someone, someone half-assed it here. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pulling the Ned wiki out of this <laughs> Unimpressed. Are they our next uh, I rewatch iCarly uh, rivalry? You know what? Maybe, maybe they are. Should should we, you know, focus fire the Ned's declassified wiki? I feel like we should. It's our job to fix this. Okay. It's our job to make them fix it. Actually. Yeah, because I don't want to. I, I was about to say I don't want that to be our job. You and I already have enough going on. We'll make the loan. Yeah. Own their uh, mistakes. We'll let the night guy take care of it. Yeah. So, all right, use hall bath- hallway bathrooms during class is this tip, Ren. Um, I mean, I kind of like it. If, in terms of, like, if you're wanting privacy, I feel like you're more likely to have privacy during class than not. Yeah, it's a smart tip. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's, like, C tier. I was thinking B. B. That could be like B's more reasonable. It's not like uh it can be useful if you need if you need it, you know. Yeah. It's an opportunity tip. It's something that only works in a specific window. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's uh that is our first segment, bathrooms. And now we're going on to our second segment on uh project partners. Bryce, did you like having to pick a partner for projects in school? I have usually had good success with partners on mm-hmm. projects i've had i can think of one situation in my mind in which i had an absolutely terrible time in a group project my worst <laughs> experience in a group project was actually my last experience in a group project yeah i had to do i had to work with someone uh for my capstone class oh no great project and he did absolutely nothing Mm -hmm. so instead of letting him get a grade i sold him out yeah and then i told the professor i did everything myself yeah which i recommend doing you know don't be afraid to sell out your peers and were they were they receptive the professor yes they were very receptive yeah i think that's the key is if you have someone and i don't know how ren like i i don't know how this always happens in group projects. There's always someone who just like doesn't do the work. Does not give a single shit. I I, I don't understand how. <laughs> um, but I agree. Like that's an uh, entitlement on some level. Mm-hmm. You know, they expect it to be handed to them. They see an opportunity, they take it. They're but, like, you know, a lot of these people, they're not strategic enough to use it wisely. Mm-hmm. They make it too obvious, and then rent tattles. 
Yeah. Because it, it's just like, just gives at least some effort. Like, even if it's not, like, if you have a lot of other things going on, like, I get it. But just give give your best effort. Um, Ren, my, my thought, my question for you is, uh, we're going to be presented at the beginning of this episode with three different, the classic three different partners on a project. Yes. And my question for you is which uh, partner pair fits us best? <laughs> That'll be <laughs> my, my question for you. Well, we have to go through the three types. Yeah. So uh, we learn in this episode that, uh, so Moses in class, I think Ned is, is Ned in the class too? Or he just no, knows about it? Class. Yeah. I don't, I don't really understand Ned's involvement here. So he's not in the class. I don't believe so. No, but he's aware of what's happening. He, uh, he's like, uh, this, this is fourth wall Ned. He's okay. not the same Ned we see when he's in school. Yeah. Okay. It's like a, a, a Ned removed from mm-hmm. the real Ned. Yes. Ethereal Ned. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and Moses' class, they're going to do a project on Egyptian mummification and uh, burial, burial rites. Burial rites. Uh, Loomer looks at the camera here. <laughs> Longingly. <laughs> yeah. He's in love with us, the audience. Yes. Until we see it's not us, the audience, that he's making his love eyes at, Ren. Which felt nice for a moment. I was like, oh, he loves us. It's not us. It's most. guy after all. Yeah. Um, okay, so they get to choose their own partners on this project. And Ned says that this is the first big decision before marriage. Possibly more important than marriage because you'll be graded. Ren, as a married man, do you agree with this? I am not graded on my marriage. So by virtue, I do not get as stressed out about my marriage as I would a school project. If there, was a, right. if there was a grade given to your marriage on like a quarterly basis, would you be more stressed out about your marriage? I would not because I am confident. Nice. Nice. That's the best. Um, okay. So uh, Ned is going to explain to us three different types of partners. The way that this is shown to us is uh, it's as if Moe's is... Um, like vows, right? Is that what this yeah. is? Like yeah. Ned is reading off the vows. Like, do you, Mose, accept this person as your project partner? And then tells us about the, the partner. And then it's up to Mose to say yes or no. <laughs> so the first is a smart and squirrely partner. Okay, Ren, uh, they'll do most of the work, um, but they're going to cling on to you uh, and want to be friends after. That's my problem, you know? Mm-hmm. I like the all the work part. I don't like the maintaining an active friendship part. Okay. And it's it's going to be more than a friendship. It's gonna, It sounds like it's going to be a one-sided friendship. So it's going to yeah. be all about them. It'll be intense. They're going to throw themselves at me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Moe says no to this. Moe's is like, no, thank you. Uh, and then we, uh, the reliable friend, share the work evenly, <laughs> maybe have some laughs along the way. Okay. Could be good. Old reliable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mo says, eh, I'm all set on this one because she knows what is going to come next. And the third partner is the total hottie. You'll do all the work, but you can stare at him all day. Right. So, I know our typing. You're <laughs> yes. smart and squirrely. I'm the total hottie. Nailed it. I was thinking the same thing. Perfect. 
Love it. <laughs> type 1.3. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I, I like it. I feel like uh, the definition of, uh, squ- or not definition, the adjective of squirrely <laughs> is something that I connect to. Really? Uh, I Like, I didn't ever think about the word until this episode, but now I'm like, yeah, I could be squirrely. Yeah, you, I feel I feel like you could be squirrely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, like, uh, kind of like that little animal in Ice Age. The Scratch? Scratch? Yeah. He's, the acorn is God, right? I think so. It's like some, uh, some Ice I Age. I only saw the first one. I maybe saw the second one. I, I couldn't tell you what. It, should we watch? We'll watch those at one point. Um, rat. What'd you say? Rat? Rat. Scrat, not scratch. Not scratch. We were close, though. <laughs> Scratch is the devil. All right. So is this, so this is twice now uh, where I've added a ch sound because first there was scratch and now schmeagol. Well, <laughs> schmeagol and there's scratch. Um, all right. So this next scene, uh, we see uh, Mose has chosen one Sheth Powers. <laughs> uh, the, they're total hottie. So Seth is the basketball guy. He's Prince Basket. Uh, Prince Baskets. How did they do this, Ren? I want to talk about the ba- the logistics of the basketball finger. So he has a perpetually spinning ball on his fingers. It's surgically attached. Okay. So, like, the actor was like, in order, the director said, for you to be cast here, I want you to surgically get the spinning basketball attached to your hand. And Seth Powers' actor said, I will do anything for this role because I know yes. Ned Declassified will last for at least 10 years. So let's think about the logistics of... <laughs> Surgically um, what... attaching the basketball to a boy's fingers? Well, no, I don't want to talk about the how. I want to talk about okay. the post. Um, All right. So the actor, I feel like I should find his name to give him some respect here, right? Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to find it for a second. But So he's going through his entire life now with a uh, basketball hand. Alex Black. Okay. So Alex, when he wants to go swimming and he goes to the deep end, he can't. He can't. No. Because his hand pulls him up. Uh, what, what else? Like, is microwaving difficult? Well, he can use his other hand, right? Yeah. What, he can't ride a bike. No. He'll never be able to drive. Uh, yeah. He can oh. never... Uh, Play Mario Kart Wii with the steering wheel. Yeah, that's true because he just and has the Sword HD, which just came out for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo, we're waiting for those checks. Yes. Well, yeah. So I feel like he, um... and it's always spinning too. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I don't know if it would have been worth it. I mean, Ned's Declassified ran for three seasons and. <laughs> Alex Black was in. Let's see how many episodes? Thirty-two. He's in thirty-two episodes, so like half the show. Yeah, that's a lot. Maybe but, uh, worth it. He actually stopped acting the year after, so mm-hmm. having basketball fingers didn't help him in the end. What happens if uh, like a dog bites it and it deflates? I guess you can't replace it because it's surgically attached. Yeah, so he then he just has basketball. this deflated basketball fingers. Kind of depressing to think about. 
Yeah. So uh, the reason why most chose Seth uh, is because he was hot. Um, we want to put a character named Doug Sexay, uh, <laughs> who <Sexay>? is <laughs> too hot. He's too hot. No one can get near him. We don't see him, but uh, girlfriends. It's crowded. Crowded. Uh, Loomer is now in the hallway, looking at Moe's with love eyes from a distance. All right. Uh, and then Ned's talking to Moe's and like, why would you choose Seth? Always choose the reliable friend. Like I have Cookie and we're raising this baby together and I know I trust him with everything. Cute Cookie who runs in screaming, I've lost the baby. Great comedic timing. Uh, and the comedic layers are only going to add on here, Ren. <laughs> Because great scene. How did you lose the baby? Where's the last place you saw it? Cookie flashback to the last place Cookie saw it. Cookie's pinned to a locker by Loomer, and Loomer <laughs> says, "Try to get Jennifer Mosley to be my partner, or you won't get your baby back." As he extracts the baby from Cookie's hands. <laughs> uh, flashback to Cookie telling, who just told Ned and Mose this. They both say in unison, "How did you not remember that?" Cookie repressed it. <laughs> It's a very normal response. <laughs> it's so funny. It's hysterical. Because the the show, for the, the storyline to happen, the show needed for, for Cookie to be aware that the baby's been taken. Uh, right? So they could have just had Cookie enter this scene with Loomer took the baby. Yeah. But for whatever reason... <laughs> They give him the line of, I've lost the baby. Where is it? I don't know. I can't remember. It's, so like, wait, we, don't, we don't get a timeline for this either. No. So Cookie, it could be days that days ago, Cookie gets attacked by Loomer, loses the baby, immediately represses the memory, realizes that he forgot the baby somewhere, mm-hmm. and doesn't remember what happened until this moment. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really a, n- a nice joke here, and mind is a powerful thing. Yes, it is. And uh, so now we go to our next scene. They're at lunch. Okay, Cookie and Ned are. Uh, they need the baby for seventh period. So that's something we learned today. And this is when uh, Cookie opens up his lunch and finds a leg with a note attached. It's make mostly my partner, or you'll never see your baby again. Bonus, you'll get beat up on Friday. I like that bonus. <laughs> I do too. Um, yeah, so I like this. This is uh, very much so like a middle school version of a lot of more serious like kidnapping-esque plot lines, right? Where you get like a body part one at a time or something. Uh, and so Cookie, this freaks him out. He's going to start crying because of all the special time that he had with the babies. Ren, as our dream sequence, um, flashback extraordinaire, are you able to recap this series of events? Bryce, I wrote baby montage because I was so captivated. Okay, good. But it was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, do you have the, the sequence broken down or do you want me to help you? I need you to help because I only okay, have baby okay. montage. <laughs> so it starts with uh, the shows Ned and Cookie in life science class of naturally. Uh, it first shows them uh, learning how to burp the baby. 
Right. So they're like hitting the plastic yeah. baby. This is uh, just to be clear. I don't think you and I specified in case you, you aren't watching along with us. This is a plastic baby doll. Yes. Okay. Um, so it shows them burping it. Their next piece is um, it shows them feeding the baby or like helping to clean up the baby's mess. You know, when babies eat food, they get food everywhere. They have a bunch of baby food on its face. Yeah. And I got to know how that happened. <laughs> how do they get all that baby food on that plastic baby? Um, so we get that sequence. And then uh, <laughs> this was my favorite one. They're giving the baby a bath. Yep. They're throwing the soap at each other. There's the bubbles. So they're throwing it at each other. its head into the water. <laughs> Mr. Monroe rushes over, grabs the baby out while Ned and Cookie are still splashing. But does the baby's head comes off, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. The baby's head comes off as Mr. Monroe is pulling him out. Extracts the baby who just slipped under the water. <laughs> and and then... I love the slow shot of the baby going under. <laughs> Me too. I just said baby so slips funny. into water. And then the uh, football toss. Yeah, and then we, we get the more classic uh, Ned throwing the baby like a football down the hallway and Cookie catches it uh, and slam uh, slam ducks. I don't know what the term is. Touchdown? Yeah, touchdown. Like throws it at the ground in excitement that he caught the baby. Uh, and the baby's head falls off yet again. So good. That's our... our um, Baby montage. Yeah, baby montage. Good times with the baby. That cookie and that hat. <laughs> All right. So our uh, next scene, uh, Seth and Mose, they're working on the project. What a surprise. Seth expects Mose to do all of it for him. What a jerk. Yeah. It's pretty much all we get from this scene, right? Yeah, basically. It's yeah. just setting up that Seth is not doing his half of the project. Yes. Uh, and so now we're back to this Ned storyline. Uh, well, Ned and Cookie storyline. So Ned cleverly, they're in class now. This must be seventh period. The cleverly, they so keep in mind they only have the plastic leg here. So they take the, a blanket and they make it so the leg is sticking out as if the baby, the rest of the baby is wrapped in the blanket. Well, the baby has a fever, but only the leg is cold. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so... Even Mr. Monroe wants to check on it, but Ned and Cookie are like, no, like we don't want you to get the baby even more sick. Uh, he tells them, Mr. Monroe is like, I recognize your intense parenting. It kind of scares me. And he announces that he's going to examine the baby on Monday. And most of the first quarter grades will be based on it. Okay. All right. Um, so we now have like another timeline, right? So like Ned and Cookie have to get the full baby by Monday. Okay. Uh, we get a really funny project partner counseling session with Seth and Mose. This was another one of those like funny moments because it was a an adult like situation. It was, I like this teacher. Yeah, I don't, we don't know his name yet, do we? No, he's, his name is not revealed in this episode. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get it eventually. I like him too. Let me see if I can figure it out. Mm -hmm. So he does this counseling session with Seth and Moe's. Uh, Moe's is like, he's lazy. He doesn't want to do anything. Seth's like, all she does is nag, nag, nag. Uh, and talk about like, we have to pick a topic. The project is due on Friday. And he's like, well, you do have to pick a topic. And the, the project is due on Friday. 
so he's the they're doing an ancient egypt project so he's a social studies teacher yeah yes um and seth uh then has well there is a topic that i think could be interesting and it's egyptian basketball so they're gonna roll with it they're gonna make a compromise and do that uh ren did we be able to find their name mr wright yes yep that's it mr wright Alistair Wright. Why do you like him so much? He just had a good energy. I, uh, he, uh, you know, he had a good teacher energy. He is... Of, of the teachers so far, he seems the most realistic. I was just going to say that. We have a lot of teachers on this show that are... Like, Mr. Monroe, Mr. Monroe is really, like, high energy. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Sweeney... Uh, what's the teacher from Hey Arnold? Oh, um, Mr... Simmons? Yeah, it is. It's Mr. Simmons. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we, we have a lot of different teachers here. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the, this one, Mr. Wright, seems to be for sure the most like down-to-earth, calming teacher. I also loved uh, his line when uh, Seth said that they, he wanted to do ancient Egyptian basketball. And Mr. Mm-hmm. Wright said that basketball was invented in 1881 by Dr. <laughs> Naismith. <laughs> Crack me up. <laughs> Bring some sensibility to this. <laughs> All right. So our uh, we're going to continue. We get like another sequence here. So Ned and Cookie decide that they're going to get the baby parts throughout the week. They realize that the more that Loomer keeps on like giving them baby parts one at a time through threats that they're slowly getting the baby back. They're oh, like, yeah. we should have. Pretty good strategy. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty smart. So they're like, we'll just wait this out. We should have the baby by Monday. All will work out. Uh, throughout the sequence, we also get Seth, um, who is still like doing his part of the project. He mummified a basketball. Just, like, Isn't rap- he dressed up as like a Egyptian bat, like a pharaoh basketball player? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Courtesy of Mr. Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ned is at lunch. So part of the sequence, uh, I'll mention this part. Ned is at lunch, bites into a long, like, sub, and the baby arm is in it. Okay, so we'll just remember that for later. Uh, it's a fine sequence. It's not, I don't think as good as, like, the earlier montage. I think three montages in one episode was kind of pushing it. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. It wasn't, like, it didn't detract, I think. No, and this is the show's way of pushing us through the week, right? Yeah, we need to uh, clear some time fast. So it's mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, oh, we got to get to Monday, but realistically, Friday, because we learned that the baby checkup is going to be moved to Friday. My favorite hiding spot for the baby was Ned's shoe. <laughs> How do you do that? I don't know. How did he do that? Was um, it steps, do you think? I don't know. Uh, so here's what I'm thinking. Ned is in class. Loomer has a secret tunnel underneath the school. Uh, Ned can't be in class because he finds the shoe when he's walking into school. Oh. So he was coming from home. Or the bus. Well, the bus picked him up at home. Okay. So you think Loomer did it while Ned was asleep? I'm not... Ned would have felt it when he put on his shoes, though. Billy had to have done it at some point between Ned waking up, put after he had put on his shoes, 
and before he'd gone into school. Okay. There's an unaccounted time frame right there where Billy sw- put the baby arm into Ned's shoe. Mm-hmm. How did Ned not notice? Maybe Ned took off his shoes. At, like, maybe he took off his shoes on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that must be what it is. <laughs> got decided to get cozy. <laughs> maybe that's why he's not so popular. No, that's why no one put him on the yeah. on list. Oh, it's the bus shoe kid. Yeah, I, I think that that's got to be it, right? Yeah. Um, all right, so Ned and Cookie beg Moe's to take Loomer, uh, Loomer as their as her partner because uh, the baby checkup's been moved to today, to Friday, and they still are missing the baby's head. Okay, um, so she's like, not going to do it. Like, my project's pretty much pretty much done. And that that's when... Um, most gets served some divorce papers from Claire okay. Sawyer, future lawyer, representing Seth Powers. Uh, yeah, this episode like doesn't beat around the bush at all. Like it, this poor Mose, last minute dished by her partner, um, and now she's like, "Guess I do need one." Uh, Ned and Loomer then swap the baby head. That's right. They do a doll exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <laughs> so the there was a joke here that I really didn't care for. What was it? It was when so this scene starts and Ned's like, he's this is him talking to the audience. Um, we're hearing his voice over, and it's saying like, when you meet to exchange a baby head for a project partner, you got to make sure that everything is like put into place or something like that. And then a teacher's like hall pass and they all hold it up and put it back down. I didn't care for it. You, you don't like hall pass humor? No. Did, hall passes you... only exist in TV shows. Uh, there was a hall pass in my school. But like, like a, you, like if you would be walking around without one, people would be like, where's your hall pass? Yeah. I mean, really? If a, if a teacher saw you in the halls and you didn't have a hall pass then at least in Tuxbury, there was we had hall passes huh. thing. yeah no we didn't like we did in Leicester too interesting yeah my experience with hall passes was more like you would have some teachers would have like oh take this I don't know like take this tag and um or as to, we like bring it with you a hall pass not really <laughs> No, it was more like, like, I think of a hall pass as like, like a, a pass that gets you into the hall. So it's something symbolic of the fact that you can pass through the hall, a hall pass, maybe. Yeah. So my school also had hall passes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't like a piece of paper. It was like usually like a physical item or something. The, the hall, the, hall sword hall shield i don't know sometimes yeah there was that one year it was a um hall cross it was yeah we had to drag along with us uh it was a barbell the hall the hall barbell i think it's cool that this teacher lets these kids hang out in the halls they all have the past they're fine mm-hmm. i feel like even having this this many passes should have raised some eyebrows yeah She's not looking for trouble. 
You I wonder know? what classes they're all coming from. They all seem to be coming from different classes because no teacher is issuing. Imagine if they all go are from the same class. They get issued six hall passes. All right, kids, you all got to pee. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, so they swap. Uh, they swap the head. Uh, Uncle Billy says goodbye to baby head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to miss you. And really funny line. So once all has been agreed upon, it's settled. Loomer says, can't wait to still beat you up uh, at 3.30 on Friday. That wasn't in the agreement. I love that the bonus beating stayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Claire comes over and reminds Ned that this is why he should always use a lawyer. Always use a Claire Sawyer. Mm-hmm. She's pretty funny. She is pretty funny. Like the, her use, I, I don't remember liking her use so much, but maybe that's because I, I didn't fully understand what a lawyer does. I mean, they could also overuse her. We still have a lot yeah. of shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so now we're, we're wrapping up this episode here. Uh, Ned and Cookie, they present the baby. The baby has teeth marks. <laughs> Cookie says it's from when the baby leg was in the sandwich and Ned took a bite of it. Cookie's a good friend. Monroe just shrieks, a baby sandwich? <laughs> In a way, this is karmic, though. You know, they lost the baby. They did deserve this. Yeah. But did, they didn't really lose it. Like, they got bullied out of their baby. Cookie, sh- the moral of the story, don't repress your memories, kids. Mm-hmm. Or else just you'll get a C in class. Keep them alive. Um, and so... Then our uh, Moe's, she presents her project. Loomer is a mummy. Anything, like, he runs out of this sarcophagus, and everyone runs away and screams. Uh, not before Mr. Wright screams run at the top <laughs> of his lungs, and then save yourselves. Which there... I like that he had the big reaction. So he believes that this is a real mummy. Well, he studied Egyptian history his entire mm-hmm. life. Yeah. He knows mummies are real. Haven't you ever seen the movie The Mummy? I haven't. No, there's like bugs. Brendan Fraser's in it. No, I know. George of the oh, Jungle. It's funny. It's Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, talk about mass hysteria. People are running from this. Uh, Moe's catches up with Ned and Cookie and says, I got an A, which is weird. Because I don't think that she would have had time to receive a grade. Well, remember when he, when Mr. Wright says, save yourselves? A-A-A-A. So Moe's caught it because she's smart. You know, she's intelligent. My favorite line is coming up. Which one, Ren? It's when... uh. Billy's two goons show up, see the mummy, and scream, protect the women, and then start beating him into submission. Protect the women. (laughs) It was very funny. Hilarious. Hilarious show. Ned looks at the camera. Tip 3.045T. Remember, it's all about teamwork. You said it, Ned. They got to the end of this episode. They went, crap, we didn't write a tip. We didn't write a tip. Um, 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 it's all about teamwork. Okay, sure. It's so weird, too, because the partner premise, I feel like, is great for tips. The fact they only did three partners mm-hmm. is such a waste of the premise. It is, yeah. And so, because 
So again, so even though they had that the pop-up format with the, the partners, there's no tip associated with that. Yeah. So I don't feel comfortable being like, because they aren't tips. They're just, it's info. Um, but you're right. It should have been like, um, tip blank. Like know what you want in a partner. Something like that. And then like three different parts to the tip. But it, it's, this is the only tip we get all episode. It's all about teamwork. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Ned. No, I and teamwork, kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this a D tier tip? Definitely. At the <laughs> absolute bottom, they shit it in because they needed something. Yeah. Uh, which is disappointing. Like the rest of the episode is fantastic. I don't, yeah. the rest of the segment. So I don't understand why they just phoned it in here. So, because um, you, I, I could have done with one less montage if it meant getting a tip. Me like, too. I, a, a tip segment. Which mo- I think, which montage would you have cut? The one where they're slowly getting back the pieces of the baby. In fact, I bet... That one's important for plot, though. I know, but I'm sure that they could have integrated them together somehow. Um, Where he's maybe... Like, we're still seeing the, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like, the calendar move along. Um, And maybe they're just saying, like, maybe, like... It would would need a different kind of framing altogether. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think that framing necessarily would work. But I think they could have found a way. Yeah. Move it along with those tips. So uh, definitely no sophomore slump, in my opinion. No. So I, I had a lot of fun revisiting the, uh, this episode. So, all right. Do you want to check out these report cards, Ren? Yes, I do. Okay. So uh, you are, are ready to look at and evaluate um, some of these so folks here's here's what we're gonna do uh last week we gave um some grades to uh we pretty much picked we, we did six characters total yep. um and then we we gave them all grades we're gonna go ahead we're, we're gonna add some more characters this week give some more grades uh update in a few areas for certain people and uh go from there so Ren, i believe uh, where where do you want to start tonight with these honors okay so uh for those uh again just to to remind folks of this segment so our honors section this is going to be the people who are seeing kind of more often uh this is only the second episode so we're not really sure who exactly we're going to be seeing a lot a lot so there might be some people who get promoted up into here but for now it's our our main three our ned cookie and moe's they are our only honors right now Mm -hmm. well for ned i want to update two grades tonight Okay. What about you? Yeah. So I'm looking, looking at him. I definitely think his, all right. Yeah. I, I have two as well. Which two are you thinking? Academics and social status. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking the same ones. I think academics drops down to a C to reflect his C in life science. Yeah. He, you know, the baby, the whole performance with the baby was pretty disappointing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm not surprised there. I'm going to agree. It goes down to a C. We get an actual grade given to him. So I feel like our academics has to reflect that. Yeah. Uh, social status. I'll say what I'm thinking and you can tell me if it matches or we can. So social status, I'm going to say that his social status, uh, is going to go up. Not a lot, but a little bit. I agree here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it's going to maybe go, we, last week we had him at a C minus. I think it's going to go to a C. The reason why I'm going to say that is because, yes, he uh, 
he was on the hottie list and got grilled a little bit, but the fact he made it onto the hottie list, the fact that someone potentially wrote hottie next to his name and he even got some kisses. All three members of the huge crew like him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like this is decent for him. Um, so we'll change it over to C. Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about Cookie a what do you little think bit here. Tonight? I only have one grade. Uh, so I, I think similar to Ned, I'm thinking definitely is academics. Yep. Um, otherwise, maybe I, I would think about maybe his stamina as well. Oh, that's right. The P. Yeah. But he held, he held out while well, he peed himself a little. All right. <laughs> a little I, bit. I feel like stamina has to drop to a D minus. He pissed himself. <laughs> that's, that's not right. I'm going to, I think there's a, a difference between like peeing a little bit and pissing yourself. Even uh, Bryce, I don't know. A little, a, a little bit of I pee guess, still I guess pee. he was able to retract the piss enough mm-hmm. where he didn't fully pee his pants. Yeah. Is that a sign of, is he stronger for this? Is that stamina? I think he's, I think he made it pretty far. If he said he forgot to go, he said, I forgot to go this morning. That implies it's been maybe upwards of 36 hours since Cookie last went to the bathroom. Damn. All right, maybe we can kick him up to a D plus. Okay. Academics, I feel like drops to at least a B. That C's going to weigh him down. If Cookie had had the opportunity, would he have gone with a different partner? Ned's his best friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he would have. Okay. Yeah, uh, so I, I agree with you. I think he, his A that we gave him last week is going to shift down to a B. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right, what about Moe's? I'm thinking Moe's gets an A for academics to reflect her actual A. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. see. How, do you think there's anything for social status or power? Because now we know that Billy has a crush on her. Yeah, but is that a good thing or a bad thing? I feel like... Her goal, remember, her objective socially is to be making friends with girls. That's right. Loomer having a crush on her, I don't think is something that's going to help her. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but Chandra is still interested in being Jennifer's friend. In fact, they go to the bathroom together. That's right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like we have her at a B minus now. I'm either feeling she stays there or maybe, uh, I don't let's know. Keep, let's keep her here until something significant happens. Yeah. Okay. Let's wait. Okay. Uh, in terms of her power, her stamina, I'm not really feeling like either shift okay. for her. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. From Off from honors, we go to three new characters. Yeah. Yes. So the first one I have down is Seth Powers. <laughs> we absolutely needed to add. Uh, so acad- academics, yeah. what are you thinking? I think he's a straight A student, Ren. You think he's a straight-A student? Uh, okay, no. No, I was... Okay, I said that at first, and now I'm thinking I'm going to retract that statement. The reason I said it is because I was thinking about how he did in this episode, and he got an A on this project. This is a one-off situation. Group projects, I think he always does really well. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> um, I think... I wouldn't put it... You know what? Just looking at Seth Powers, I feel like he's the kind of student who would cheat. So I actually yeah. do believe his grade would be pretty high. Yeah, like a B. Not A, but I feel like in the B range. Yeah. What do you think? B, B plus? Yeah, I think B. Okay. Feel B about it. Social status. 
A, he's the most popular boy in school. But he's not the hottest. He's no, uh, what is he's it? No, uh, Doug Sexay. I, I was going to say Derek. Yeah, no, Doug Sexay. So what are we thinking? A minus? No, I think A, because Doug Sexay yeah. is that Doug Sexay plus. Yeah. Power. So he was able to cast a spell on Moe's, but she wasn't able to stay under his influence. No. Nope. So he can lull people to him, mm-hmm. but they can have the power to break the curse. Yeah, he's like a siren with no rock to crash the ships. Mm-hmm. Like there's, the ships go towards him, and then they get there, and they're just lost. They spin around. Yeah, they spin around, and then they're like, "Oh, where were we going again?" And they they leave eventually. Uh, yeah. So other things that we saw him with in terms of power, like uh, he was able to work with Claire to get a divorce. Yep. Uh, him convincing Squirrely, uh, that's not surprising at all, right? No. Um. So. Eh, like b plus i was thinking b plus yeah i think his good looks get him to a lot of places stamina this is an easy a that guy can that basketball for hours Mm -hmm. that takes a real skill dexterity never dropped yeah um all right who else who else were you thinking tonight red billy loomer Mm. academics I think he is a straight D student. Yeah. I, I get that sense from him as well. It, That's not where his priorities lie. Social status. He is like the classic bully outcast. Mm-hmm. I'm also feeling another D on this D. one. Not well liked. But no. he doesn't have lackeys. Um, his, yeah. It's, he's definitely powerful. He is. He's a big sway in the school. He's a bully. He instills fear. Mm-hmm. He's intimidating to our core cast. Yeah. Like, to us, Bryce and Ren. Mm-hmm. I think he's at that like, A-minus range. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I, wanted, uh, I wanted to also mention for social status, like, he worked with Moe's as a, a partner, um, but Moe's like, wasn't for the better for it. Right? Yeah. it. It really came down to Moe's was just like, just listen to what I say and we'll be fine. Yeah. So... Uh, stamina. I feel uh, like he could bully all day. I, I think he has a soft side, which we saw a little bit this episode. I think he's, he kind of powers down. Yeah. And he, he has, he has a weakness. Um, but that affect power or stamina? He, he does have like a weakness for Moe's. Hmm. All right. Oh, and, and the baby. And the baby. Yeah. Maybe that so, maybe maybe we drop his power down to B plus. Okay, and then stick this at a B plus. Stamina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's we're gonna do power is uh, B plus, and then his stamina is at a B plus. Right. And who is who's left, Ren? Gordy. How did we not add Gordy last week? I we just stuck to the kids. Yeah. Uh, we gotta talk about Gordy uh, acad- <laughs> academically. The man went to law school three times in golf carts on pure green grass. <laughs> He's a genius. So, what, a C? Yeah, I'm thinking C. Yeah, that's what I think, too. He's, he's constantly having a battle of wits with a weasel. <laughs> a ferret, a ferret. A weasel? Ferret. Weasel, right? Ferret. Weasel? Yeah, it's the weasel. Yeah, it's a weasel. Mm-hmm. Um, social status. 
he is beloved by the outcasts who are mm-hmm. our leads. Yep. And he is a janitor. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. Amongst like, there's a lot of different spheres in which Gordy interacts with. He is a hero he amongst the kids. Respect him enough to call him mm-hmm. when there's a bathroom problem. Yeah. He relies on Gordy. He believes mm-hmm. in him. Yeah, he had a big hero moment this week. Uh... I think Gordy's a B minus on the social totem pole. Okay. Right. The school needs him. Power. How much power does Gordy have? I, I don't think a lot. I, yeah, I don't think of him in terms of power. No. He can get a lot done. Mm-hmm. Maybe C plus? Yeah, he's like mad sidekick energy, even with the kids. Right. Yeah. And the stamina. I think it, uh, he can do anything. Uh, I feel a little bit lower. And the reason why is because he leaves the night guy to take care of some stuff. Oh, that's true. That's mm-hmm. true. A layer of laziness. Yeah. It's like A minus, I think. All right. A minus. So, um, all right. So that is Gordy, Billy, and Seth added. Ren, I'm going to try to, uh, now that the, the big move is out of the way, this week I, I'm hoping to make um, some kind of way I can share this each week. At least uh-huh. on our Instagram, so people can slide through them and just you know check in, see how folks are doing. So, um, all right, that's the honors. Ren, uh, what else is there? What else is there to do? I think we just have to rate the episode, right? Rate that episode. Uh, should we? We have a live audience just to shout that. Yes, we should we should do like a Christmas carol, like caroling style podcast where we go door to door while recording. <laughs> so families listen to us mid-episode without any context from what we've been recording already. So hold on. This is totally different than what I was saying, but I love it. So you're telling me uh, on, let's say Thanksgiving, for example, <laughs> people are sitting down to eat with their <laughs> All of a sudden, young Billy at the end... Of the, or at the kids' table, pipes up, Mom, what's that noise? <laughs> Billy hasn't spoken in four years, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they're like, Billy, Billy just talked. What is it? What is it? And then Billy's older sister, Sally, is sitting next to him. And it's like, I hear it too, Mom and Dad. What is that sound? Then old, old Grandma Joan, she's in her chair. She just carved... Uh, she, work carved the beef or whatever <laughs> turkey she just carved it and she's like the thanksgiving beef yeah she's like it's them again they're back who's right. back grandma who's back check out the front door and then they walk over and as they get closer they hear yeah and uh gordy just left to the night janitor wasn't that hilarious yeah, i didn't see that, that coming they open up the door. There's you and I on their doorsteps <laughs> talking about Nazi classified. They're like, who are you two? Please, we're trying to have a family dinner. Please. Yeah, and we're like, they're like, uh, are you and I are not open to them interrupting us? We don't acknowledge them. We just keep talking over them. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have our conversation standing in front of their doorway, looking at each other, not acknowledging them, talking yeah. at full volume. Yes, and do, uh, do are we recording? Like, do we have mics, or are we just talking? 
We're just recording. <laughs> We're recording. <laughs> well, like we have like uh, one of those desks on wheels. Okay, beautiful. Standing desks. Okay. Yeah. And they're like, please, please leave. Like we just worked all day on this. We're like, no. And then all of a sudden I look at them uh, and I hold up the cue card that says rate that episode. <laughs> the mother's crying. Billy shouts. You just scream at the top of his lungs. Oh, man. I can't wait to Carol. I cannot wait to ruin so many Thanksgivings this year. <laughs> um, with, with us. Whew. Thank you, Red. This, that was a gift of an idea. Now let's rate that episode. I'm um, going to give this episode an 8 out of 10. Okay. Solid episode. I laughed a lot. It was fun. I think there's still room for improvement, but uh, Ned's is off to a good start. Yeah. Um, so I really, really liked uh, bathrooms. Yeah. I did not care as much for project partners. I uh, I liked the uh, I think I liked the humor of project partners more, but its structure was worse. Mm-hmm. Like, the story wasn't told as well as Bathrooms was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like certain things in Bathrooms really compelled me more. Uh, I liked the concept of the hottie list. I thought that was funny. The Gordy walking around in the background while Ned checks every person's lip was very funny. Um, I, I'm like, I think I'm at a seven. A seven? Yeah, I think I'm at a seven for it. I think I, I'm going to go down uh, for my 7.5 last week. It was still a fun episode. Uh, but Interesting. So while I give it an eight, I do think it was better than the, than the first episode. Hmm. I thought it was funnier overall, especially since I think the fir- thing that weighed down the first episode for me was first day. Okay. It like It didn't get into the rhythm of things yet. But bathrooms and project partners both feel like you know, Ned Ned's found its early voice. It's still developing it, but it's not as stilted as it was in first day. Kind of getting like everything out and establishing context. Yeah, for me, like I feel like first day was such a, a solid pilot episode. Like such a well, solid. For me, the lockers half was the better half. So I disagree with that. I disagree with that for last week. I think first day was the better half interesting yeah i like this story a lot better in first day i don't know first day it there are very few pilots that captivate me <laughs> like breaking bad's pilot community's pilot Mad Men's pilot those are three pilots i love because <laughs> i feel like they establish a very clear voice immediately which ned's does in lockers but i don't think that's i think first day tries a bit too hard to get that ned style sure. down yeah and it's it, not quite reflective of what the show actually is mm-hmm. i don't know well you and i yeah you and i will will uh agree to slightly disagree it's really it's it's a minor disagreement yeah in the grand scheme of things i'm loving it um so yeah, you also know you remember more about what comes next than i do yeah i i don't know it's so funny like i do but i don't i could really only point to a few basic parts of Ned's, yeah. but I forget a lot of the individual jokes. And like, that's, that's the mean potatoes here. 
For so. me, like, I can't even remember basic plot points. Okay. Well, see, that's good. It's, I, I like that you and I are coming at it with a little bit of a different approach. Yeah. Like, for me, like, story-wise, this is all going to be pretty much new for me. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what's in store other than the few, like, relationship romance bits I remember from growing yeah. up. Bren, next week, season one, episode three, Teachers and Detention. It is mm-hmm. uh, directed by Jonathan Winfrey, who has no Wikipedia page, <laughs> and written by Lazar Sarek, who also wrote for Johnny Test. That was the Cartoon Network show? Yeah. There was a, uh, what is it, Johnny Quest? Yeah, it's Johnny Quest, that show. There's Johnny Test and there's Johnny Quest. Johnny Quest is an older show. It's a Hunt yes. Barbera show. My parents had Johnny Quest on Laserdisc. Your parents have a Laserdisc player? I mean, not now, but they had one when I was like really, really young. Yes, I've we had a Laserdisc player. Uh, and we would, the one side was one episode and then the other side was the other episode. Yeah. Um, good to know, Ren. I don't know how easy they are to obtain, but. Uh, the goal of mine for the future yeah maybe oh, um pointing out teachers in detention is the lowest rated episode of season one of neds hmm. according to imdb well we'll see we'll see i i feel like i just remember ren bad neds is always better than any than like cory at his best well i even then we have to remember that the ratings for cory in the house were insane compared to what we actually believed yeah they, they the episode ratings never truly reflected what we felt no <laughs> so all right red this was good fantastic second week uh just a reminder folks if you want to give your feedback if you're watching along with us uh, we will put out a, a feedback form Rand, i'm gonna ask you to message me again what that specific question was or maybe i'll, I'll go back and find it <laughs> uh, but i'll make sure that is on there along with uh, some more questions to gather your thoughts on this week's episode on bathrooms and project partners. And we'll talk about it at the beginning of next week's episode. So thank you all so much for listening, for checking out the podcast. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, interact with us. And uh, we're hoping to, to do some more interacting there and hopefully on YouTube, hopefully that'll, that'll get going this week. So thank you all so much. Uh, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Have fun at Paul Hohen's bachelor party. Take care, everyone. Bye. It doesn't say he's married on Wikipedia, so I'm going to assume he is not. Huh. Let me look at his uh, biography. If should you and I tweeted him that we planned a bachelor party for him. Yes. Okay. I'll, and like I'll, tell him, don't worry, Bryce and Ren are coming through for you. Yeah. Like, what's it, Paul? Paul Hohen. He's okay. on Twitter. He last mm-hmm. tweeted on January 4th. Let's make a let's make a solid five uh, five location list here of where we want to take him on his bachelor party. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me see where he was born. 
Okay. So like, yeah, I think it'd be nice to maybe go back to his hometown at, at one point, say hi to Ma and Pa, say, hey, your big boy's growing up. He's getting married. I think he likes uh, arcades. All right. Doesn't it, his Wikipedia just says he was born in the United States. This, this okay. is a, his cards close, huh? Yes. Doesn't want that info getting out there, Ren. So let's take him to Pizza Hut. All right. We're going to take him to a Pizza Hut. <laughs> uh, you know, what kind of cool stuff does Danvers has? Um, there's like a clown house. I think I don't. I don't know what it's. Pizza house. We'll take him to the clown house. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So I don't know what it is. It's called like bajuples or something. Okay. I don't know. Uh, but we'll. Yeah, I think he wants to. So we'll eat some pizza with him. Take him to the clown house where. <laughs> we need three more. Okay. Um, I have you ever been to a corn maze? <laughs> I haven't, but it, it, I think Paul might like it. There's this super cool corn maze mm-hmm. near the community college I used to go to. Okay. Like, uh, you pick me up. We go pick up Paul. We bring him to the corn maze. We just hang out the night. Like, Is wait till it dark. See if we can I, get mm, No. You don't want to do a maze at night? It's scary. Yeah, think about how scare- scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we have to. <laughs> we have to take him at night okay let's do it two more uh, okay so we're taking him to a night corn maze so we're waking uh, up the next day we gotta, clown house we got yeah so we're, i assume we're picking him up for lunch we're gonna take him to pizza hut and then we're gonna go to the clown house to like get some, dark. some steam <laughs> <laughs> have you have you ever been to spider gates um, is it a bunch of, like, uh, spiders in a mansion? It's a haunted cemetery in, a uh, Leicester. So do you like your idea or my idea better? Which one? So I just suggested a mansion filled with spiders. So why don't we take him to the, to the real spider gates and we take him to a literal spider gates? As location four back. and five? Yeah, these will be four and five. Okay. So, uh, so we'll be like, oh, uh, Paul, we're gonna take you to spider gates. And the whole time he'll be freaking out being like, no, I don't want to hang out with spiders. Yeah. And we it's just like a little like cemetery. It's a cemetery. Okay, this isn't that bad. And then you say, Paul, come here. Yeah. And there's a gate with a bunch of spiders. And he yes. freaks out. He tries to run, turn around. I'm right behind him. I turn around, push him back mm-hmm. into the spider gate. I want to put... push him back and forth between the spiders. 